Welcome to the Right Way Christian Center podcast. Here at Right Way, we exist so that people may know God personally, grow in God relentlessly, and show God compassionately. We hope that you grow because of this message today. So we're in lesson two, and the theme of this series is developing a relationship with Holy Spirit. Uh, Turn over to John chapter 14, verses 25 through 26. John 14, verses 25 through 26. Uh, It says, uh, These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Now, I want to throw verse 27 in there as a bonus scripture. It's not bonus in the sense of we don't have it, but I want you to see something that falls conclusive right under Jesus saying that he's given us Holy Spirit. The next verse says, peace I leave with you. Now, notice he said he was given us Holy Spirit, and then he turns around and tells us that Holy Spirit is also our peace. Listen carefully. He said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. So say, I have peace. So so then that means, watch this now, that peace is something I activate. It's not something I necessarily have to look for to come on me. Peace is in me and it's something I activate. He said, peace I leave with you. I've left this thing with you. I've left this ability in you to activate peace in your life. Now, now, faith, we said on last week, faith may uh, be the most important or it is the most important message to the believer. But you and I cultivating a relationship with Holy Spirit is the most important thing in our lives. Now, Holy Spirit, if you get nothing else in, in this little time that I have today, we're, we're very simplistic. This is Holy Spirit 101. We're not trying to get all deep and theological. We just want to come into an understanding of this person uh, called Holy Spirit. And so now, the, the, the main thing I want you to take away today is that Holy Spirit is a person. Holy Spirit is a person. Come on, say that. Holy Spirit is a person. Come on, say it again. Now, John chapter 14, verses 16 through 18, we're going to look at that. John chapter 14, verses 16 through 18. It says, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Listen to the text. Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Now, notice all of the personal pronouns there. He, notice he, him. So Holy Spirit is a person. And personal pronouns speak of personhood. Are you listening? 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, just for the sake of time, the Bible talks about that we may have fellowship or the fellowship of Holy Spirit. 
It says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the, well, let's look at that. Let's look at that. Look, let's look at that. I want you to see something here. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, there at verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, there at verse 14. Very important text here. It says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of Holy Spirit be with you all. What? Amen. So now notice three things the text talks about here. It talks about the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's actually literally talking about three levels of relationship, right? It talks about the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's salvation. That's the new birth experience, right? Where you come into communion or you come into relationship with God through Jesus Christ. It then talks about the love of God. Remember, uh, Jesus, they were talking about the law, and Jesus said uh, the, the one that all the laws of the prophets hang on is to love thy neighbor as thyself, right? And so now that, that's, that's not, we go from relationship to loving or moving out in that relationship through the love of God, how we love ourselves, how we love others, right? Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey my word, right? So our love demonstration to Jesus is in us doing what the word of God commands or shows us what to do. But then now the scripture, Paul, lays out this third level, Pastor Courtney, of relationship. And that third level of relationship is the communion of the Holy Ghost or the communion of Holy Spirit. Now, that word communion means sharing or the sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts, feelings, especially when the exchange is on a mental or spiritual level. Now listen, you can live with a person, be in relationship with, with that person, and that relationship never move to the place of intimacy. You can be in the house, you can live with a person, right? Be in what we quote call a relationship, whether it's marriage or, but that relationship never move to the place of intimacy. Listen, where there is a knowing of the person even when words are not exchanged. Now, this is why, come on, come on, come on, I got to try to get a lot in here, so I'm going to give you as much as I can. This is why your relationship with Holy Spirit is so important. Like, like I know Mashandia enough. I've, I've been in relationship, and our, our level of intimacy is to the place that I don't need her to tell me what she likes and what she doesn't like. Because of the intimacy of the relationship, I know that she don't like that. Come on, come on, come on. So put Holy Spirit in that place. I just don't know. No, 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 no. If we learn how to develop this communing with Holy Spirit, we won't always have to, quote, need a word. The relationship will tell us what we need to do and what we don't need to do. Show me that in Scripture. I, it's evident that you're not spending enough time with Holy Spirit. Because the intimacy with Holy Spirit, who happens to be the author of the Bible, you'll know the heart of the author without the author having to say a word. Amen. Are you listening to me? Now, 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 let's, let's go a little deeper. Watch this. Um, so, so, let's talk about first what Holy Spirit is not. What he, well, he, he is not an experience. He is not an experience. The day of Pentecost was an experience. Now, listen carefully. 
I don't have a problem with Pentecost services. But we have to be sure that we are not seeking the development that we are seeking, excuse me, the development of a relationship and not the reliving of an experience. Because what we're trying to do is go back and relive that moment, which was a moment when God, when the promise of the Father was being deposited back in man, and we, tr we keep trying to go back and relive that deposit rather than living out what was deposited in us. So we keep going back and we want these experiences, but he, he, he's not an experience. Holy Spirit is not an influence. Matthew 22, 43 says, he said unto them, how then doth David in spirit call him Lord, right? The Amplifier says, he said to them, how is it then that David under the influence of Holy Spirit calls him Lord saying, so he's not an influence, but he, he can influence. Does that make sense? He, he is not a force. In many, uh, you know, denominational sects, they call Holy Spirit a force. Well, he has power, but he is not power. He's a person. Hey, you'll understand it in a moment. Holy Spirit is not speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues, listen, come on, lean in. Speaking in tongues is a supernatural language given to us by God to talk directly to God. Watch this. Let's, let, what, what. It, is, it is the evidence, speaking in tongues is the evidence that the believer has been infilled with Holy Spirit. Are you listening to? But Holy Spirit is not speaking in tongues. Matter of fact, Acts says, and you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Power after Holy Ghost. So that means Holy Ghost is not the power. Are you listening? Uh, he is not a fleshly manifestation of religious people jerking their bodies. That is, that is their experience with Holy Spirit. But that's not Holy Spirit jerking their body. Like uh, uh, Jeremiah said, it's like fire shut up in my bones. If any of you have been around me any length of time, every now and then I, I, you may think I may have, a, and no, no, no shame, no shade to anybody, may think I may have a little Tourette's or something like that. Because every now and then, oh, I just, it just, I hear something, I feel something, it just, but, but that ain't Holy Spirit. That's just my, like I did it last night. I, oh, my wife, look at, I said, I just, Holy Spirit just showed me something. I had to shout it out. Well, that's my experience with what he showed me. That's not Holy Spirit. Like we said, oh, that's the Spirit of God right there. No, nah, no, nah, the Spirit of God was whatever he said or showed, not what they did. He's a person. Come on, say he's a person. Come on. He, he, is, not a, he is not spiritual gifts or endowments. He, he is not a feeling. You will feel something, but he's not a feeling. He, he's not an it. We read in John, it said, when he... When he, Holy Spirit. When he, Holy Spirit. And, and he's also not a physical body. Not a physical body. Let, I'm going to come back to that in a moment. Let me finish. He's not wind. He's not fire. He's not oil. He's not water. And he's not a dove. All of these are symbols. And when we understand what they symbolize, we know how they relate to identifying his personhood. Now, 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 referring to Holy Spirit as a person uh, does not make human sense or it does not make him human by referring to him 
as a person. It doesn't make him human. Listen, when some Christians think of a person, they think of a physical body. So if Holy Spirit does not have a physical body, how could he be a person? So I want you to think about this for a moment. Your loved ones who have gone to heaven do not have a physical body either. But, but have they ceased from being a person? No. They've not ceased from being a person. Now, 2 Corinthians, let me show this. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, of chapter 12, excuse me, verse 2 through 3 says this. Paul is talking. He said, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. Watch this. What, look what Paul says. He knew a man. He knew a who? Man. He knew a man, right? He says, whether in the body I cannot tell or whether out of the body I cannot tell, but he knew a man. He was looking at a man, but he didn't know if he was in a body seeing that man or whether he was out of the body seeing that man, but he saw a man. So Holy Spirit can be a person and not have a physical body. Come on, stick with me. Now, now, now watch this. And I, verse 3 says, and I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell, God knoweth. Now, now why is this important? Why, why, why is it important for us to know what he is not? Because if you think that he, uh, he is the list of things that I just said, you're going to get into worship with those things, with wind, with a feeling, with an... As a matter of fact, no one has a relationship with wind. And this is why many people don't have a relationship with Holy Spirit. No one has a relationship with influence. Are you listening? No one has a relationship with oil. You don't walk in your kitchen and say, hey, Crisco. <laughs> hey, Olive. I mean, unless you got a little cray-cray in you, you get what I'm saying? But all things being equal, no one has a relationship with water. No one has a relationship with fire. Are you listening to me? We have relationship with people or with persons. And Holy Spirit is a person. We've gotten caught up in the outcome of his presence, his moving, his influence. But we've not come into relationship with the person. Are you listening to me? Now watch this. And so what makes a person a person? A person is anyone who thinks, feels, chooses, and has the capacity of self-expression. That's what makes a person a person. Now, all we're talking about today, all we're proving out to you today is simply Holy Spirit is a person, and you and I need to have communion and relationship with this person apart from feeling, apart from influence, apart from, from all these other things that we've wrapped the coat of Holy Spirit around, we need to know the person. Amen. Now, there are four things that determine personality. I'll give them to you, then we'll go back and look over. Number one is intelligence. Number two is emotions. Number three is will. And number four is self-expression. So let's look at this. Intelligence. Intelligence deals with thinking, knowing, reasoning, and understanding. Holy Spirit has intelligence. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 through 12, it says, But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him, but God hath revealed them unto us by his 
spirit for the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. What man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, here it is, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have not received, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given unto us. Holy Spirit has intelligence. Holy Spirit is the most intelligent person on planet Earth. That's why we need to be in a relationship with Holy Spirit because when we're in relationship with Holy Spirit, we're in relationship with the most intelligent person on the Earth. Go to Mark chapter 13. Little side note, I don't have much time anyway, so I can just throw some stuff in here until my clock run down on me. Mark chapter 13. Never be afraid. Two, two, two. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Never be afraid of going into an environment that you're not familiar with or you feel like you may not be the caliber of person for. Y'all better listen to me, man. Then it fell over into a prophetic move. Now, never be afraid to go into the boardroom and sit amongst the table of people that you know may be of what you, may be naturally of a higher caliber. Never be afraid because you have the most intelligent person on earth inside of you. Never be afraid. Hallelujah. Come on, say, never be afraid. I'm, tell I'm telling you now because some of you, you're about to be elevated and, and God is about to use you in, in some areas that you may feel unqualified for, but that's okay because you got the most intelligent person on, all, on, on the whole earth dwelling on the inside of you. And Mark chapter 13, there at verse 11, look what the Bible says. Woo, I love this scripture right here. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what you shall speak. Neither do ye premeditate. Don't, don't sit in the mirror trying to talk to yourself. You ain't never been in that room before, so you may not even know how the conversation is going to go down. Now, I'm not talking about you got your speech and you're warm enough for No, 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 no. I'm talking about now you're about to be brought into some places that you didn't even know you were going to be brought to. He said, don't even premeditate about it. Look what the Bible says. Look what he says. Uh, 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 but whatsoever shall be given you, from that intelligent person. In that hour that ye speak, for it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. <laughs> My God from heaven, I remember that we, um, we, we went to help out, um, oh man, we went to give some toys to uh, this foster care foundation, right? And I'm sitting in there, and the folks, you know, they didn't invite me in the room, and I'm sitting in that board meeting, and I'm talking to the people, and the lady introduced herself, to, you know, introduced me to the people that allowed me to speak, and, and I said something, and then I said, uh, I, I said, well, our, our desire is simply to, and I, I ran some words off, and the lady started crying, and I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Like, what happened here? She said, she said, I know that you're the man for the job because you just quoted our vision. I didn't, I didn't look for their vision. I just said what I heard. I just said, this is what we want to do. And the lady said, you just quoted our vision. What was that? That was the Holy Spirit giving me what to say? Are you listening? Now you see why it's important to have a relationship? You get in there and, and just mess the whole thing up. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Now, number two, number two, number two, he, a person has emotions. That's the capacity to feel happy or sad. Ephesians 4 and 30, it says, And grieve not, Holy Spirit of God, 
whereby ye are sealed until the day of redemption. See, that, that uneasiness you be feeling on the inside of you, that be Holy Spirit saying, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Why you still doing it? We ain't doing that. You ain't doing this. We ain't doing that. He can be grieved. Number four, oh, 12 seconds. Uh, a person has a will. In other words, they have volition, ability to make conscious, deliberate, and purposeful choices and decisions. Let me give you this. Acts chapter 13, verse 1 through 4. Now It says, now there was in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that were called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and uh, Mananian, uh, which had been brought up with Herod the, uh, the Tetra and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, look, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed, laid their hands on them, they sent them away. Watch this. So they, being sent forth by Holy Spirit, departed unto Celestia, uh, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. Now, watch this. Holy Spirit says separate, and Holy Spirit sent. I remember when, and, and that's all I have time to give you. Here's a side note. Holy Spirit is locked in on God's will for you. Holy Spirit is locked in on God's will for you. Holy Spirit is locked in on God's will for you. Watch this. Holy Spirit then is locked in on the best for you. Because God's will for you is the best. Holy Spirit is not only locked in to the best for you, Holy Spirit is locked in, watch this, to the sure path for you. Come on, somebody say the sure path. Believers are off and missing it. We're going to make some mistakes, but some mistakes we shouldn't be making. We're making some mistakes because we're not in relationship with the person that God gave us to do life with. And I'm not talking about your spouse. I'm talking about Holy Spirit. And you got to get to the place that you begin to talk to him. I walk around my house like, hey, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I just thank you, Holy Spirit. I acknowledge you, Holy Spirit. I thank you that I hear you, Holy Spirit. I thank you that you're in me, Holy Spirit. And I don't want to do anything to grieve you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, if I'm getting off, I, I look to you, Holy Spirit, to show me which way to go, Holy Spirit. And I just appreciate you, Holy Spirit. You're just so good to me, Holy Spirit. I talk to him just like that because he's a person. You, you don't want, you won't want nobody to walk around you, oh, I just thank you for them flowers. Oh, I just thank you for them flowers. Flowers, I thank you, flowers. Flowers, you make me feel so good, flowers. No, the flowers were the outcome of your action, right? So you, they need to be given a thank you to the person, not the action. See, we be talking to the actions. Oh, I just want to feel him. I just, I just want to feel it. I just, and then I know that's Holy Spirit. No, no, he's not the feeling. I mean, the feeling is not him. You want the, the, the relationship with Holy Spirit. Are you listening to me? So if we didn't learn anything else today, we learned that Holy Spirit is a who? Holy Spirit is a person. Holy Spirit, and all we're going to do, we're going to be, it's very elementary, but we need to get it. Now, uh, 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 you know, uh, Alabama and Auburn lost, so I, I don't have no, um, I don't have no, I can't throw no shade or nothing at all, Faith, today. Ain't, can't, can't do nothing today. We just lose-lose situation. You get what I'm saying? Uh, so play, Faith. That's a little sad moment right there for play, Faith. Okay, so now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to some of my more mature folks now because I, I need to talk to y'all for a minute because you, you, we, we, if we're not careful, we, think, we tend to think that we got something. We look over something, right? Uh, uh, you have two camps that usually go down in sports, right? You have a summer camp and then you have a fall camp. 
right? And so I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not a sport, I'm not big in sports like that, so I don't know which one they use to go over new plays or how, how that works out. Maybe off, you know, off, off, off preaching, somebody can fill me in on that. But at any way, I do know that there's something that happens at both camps. Listen, woo, I'm sorry. There's something that happened at both camps. At both camps, I don't care how long you've been in the game, how long you've been in the game or you just coming in the game. Both people have to do the same thing. Watch this. They have to go back over the basics. Because every play, every play is built off the basics. Every play is built off the basics. And if we're not careful as the church, we'll be trying to build on a foundation that God did not lay. And, and, and we need to think camp-minded, and sometimes we need to go back and rehearse the basics to make sure we got the basics. Because everything is built off your prophecy, you being able to prophesy, you being able to interpret dreams. All of that is built off the basics. So what we're dealing with now, we're just dealing with the basis of Holy Spirit. We want to know who this guy is. And then when we got the basis in place, the basis tell you if the house is being built right or wrong. Come on, somebody say the basics. So Holy Spirit, we thank you. We're learning about you and we're asking you to teach us about you. Help us to understand you. So in understanding you, we understand God. And we understand ourselves even the more. We thank you for it. We bless you. In Jesus' name, all of God's people said amen. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you were changed by this message today, help someone else by sharing on your social media platforms. You can partner with us to continue to reach more people by giving at rightwayccc.org or on the Givelify app. Make sure to subscribe so that you're the first to know when a new episode is available. Thanks for listening.